means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the August 4th edition of the sunny side of sports. A new season kicks off Friday in the top-tier football leagues in England, France, and Germany. In Germany's premier football competition, the Bundesliga, one of the main storylines involves Senegalese star Sadio Mane. He's moved from Liverpool to Bayern Munich, the Bundesliga champions for the past 10 seasons. Now, it's already been a successful year of lifting big trophies for the 30-year-old Mane. In February, he lifted the Africa Cup of Nations trophy in Yaoundé, Cameroon. That's where the Lions of Taranga of Senegal defeated the Pharaohs of Egypt 4-2 on penalty kicks to win their first African title. Mane scored the decisive spot kick. And last month in Rabat, Morocco, Sadio Mane lifted another big trophy. He won his second African Footballer of the Year award. As Mane prepares for his first Bundesliga season with Bayern Munich, he's also looking forward to playing for Senegal at the World Cup in Qatar in November. In this sunny side of sports highlight for 2022, Prince Nesta reports on Mane's farewell interview with Liverpool Television. Senegalese speedster Sadio Mane has insisted that he will forever be an ardent Liverpool supporter following his transfer to Bundesliga champions Bayern Munich. During his farewell interview with Liverpool TV, the 30-year-old also revealed that he decided to move on from Liverpool this summer because he was ready for a new challenge. Obviously, it's really, really strange to, to, to no longer be a Liverpool player after six years spend that unfilled and yeah but uh, of course I I had a great time great unbelievable time and um, since uh, my my first day I really really enjoy training playing at unfilled especially in front of these amazing supporters and it's come to the end so what can we say the 2021-2022 season has been a fantastic one for Mane, who won the Africa Cup of Nations with Senegal before helping Liverpool win the Carabao Cup and FA Cup and finish runners-up in the Premier League and Champions League. Here's his response when quizzed on his accomplishments at Liverpool. From the first day I came to, I spoke with the, the boss when I was in Southampton and I said, I think the time we, we, we were not even in the Champions League, when it called me, I said, for sure. I just decided my heart that I will, I'm coming to Liverpool because for me, I see myself. And uh, for me, it was the right time and the right club to, to, to achieve everything. So I can say, of course, we, we win a lot. We win a lot, we win a lot. And uh, I spent a great, great time there. And, Unbelievable time and, and Liverpool win a lot. So, like I always said, my, my life is always challenged. Always challenged. And uh, when it comes, I said to, to, to the club that I want to 
to, to leave. I want to go somewhere else to, 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 to see a new challenge. It's not um, anything else. It's just a challenge because for me, I want to always challenge myself to, 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 to get better and better. The Senegalista joined Liverpool from Southampton in 2016 and has since scored 90 Premier League goals for the Anfield Best Club and finished last season with 23 goals in all competitions. Here's Mane's response to queries surrounding his growth at the club. When I came, I was 20, 24, I think. Uh, so I was not that old like now, but <laughs> yeah, sure. I think uh, I have developed as a human a lot. And as a footballer, I learned a lot from my, my teammates, of course, these great, great, great players. And of course, the staff helped me a lot to, to, to become the player. And as well, I work very, very hard, very, very hard. I would say as a, when I was a kid, that was my dream, to win everything possible. Trophies and individual trophies as well, that was my dream. So that's one of the reasons I never, I never stopped working. I'm a very hard worker. <laughs> and of course, and for me, it was the right time in the right club when I was in Southampton to come to Liverpool to achieve those, those those things, and I can say, yeah, I achieved some, which is very, very, very incredible for me, and I'll be always grateful for this amazing club and amazing person. I will never forget it, and uh, for sure, I'm, I'm looking forward for the next. Mane also recalled some of his best moments while playing for the Reds. 2019, when we, we beat Barcelona at home, that was incredible. And as, as well, when we won the Champions League, for me, so far, it's the best, best moment. Well, the moment will stay forever in my, 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 my head. My memories, for sure. Alongside fellow forwards Moussa and Roberto Firmino, he helped the club win the Champions League in 2019 and then end a 30-year wait for the league title in the following season. A fit the Senegal's all-time leading scorer, Tamda Special. Bobby Mbo, Pata, what a place. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, no other secret. I don't, I don't, uh, because playing alongside of these players, I just... They make everything easier for me. I think I'm just supporting it. And especially uh, Bobby, who always drop, makes space for me and, and, and more. I think it's just incredible. These two players, Liverpool still have great players. And you have now Jogo and uh, Jazz and so. Wow, what a player they have. But normal, it's the best club in the world. So. I wish them all the best, but I think it's not so clear. For me, the football is always just dedicated and, of course, to, to work very, very hard. It's what I trust, and those players did it, so, and did it and do it, so I think uh, it, it, will, it, work, it will work always well for them. Money also added that he'll miss Liverpool fans who often sang his name during matches. Whoever can be leaving Liverpool, with those support, I think you will always miss them because so far the best in the world. And I always said it, especially my name, Mane Iranian, the wing, I don't know, I can't take it, but anyway. <laughs> of course, I really, really enjoy the time and playing, wow, I think I'm, how can I say, playing Anfield, I think always 
top. We give you some, give you so much power because of the fans. So for sure, I'm gonna miss you guys. But anyway, I love you guys. I still have my, my house in Liverpool and everything. So for sure, I will come back. And of course, I will come back and I will love to come back some one day to say hi to them and of course watch Liverpool playing because for me, I'm gonna be Liverpool number fan. Number one fence, of course, after the supporters. Then Senegalese forward Sadio Mane giving his final farewell interview to Liverpool TV after completing his transfer to Bayern Munich. Reporting for the sunny side of sports on Prince Nesta. Thanks, Prince. Hello, I'm Carol Castiel. Following Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov's trip to Africa, senior U.S. officials plan to set the record straight. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield and Secretary of State Antony Blinken travel to Uganda, Ghana, Rwanda, the DRC and South Africa to counter Moscow's distorted narrative and renew ties with the continent. That's Encounter this Saturday and Sunday on The Voice of America. Hi guys, I'm Ferdinand Omanyala, the fastest man in Africa, African 100-meter record holder. And now you're listening to Sunny's Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Ferdinand Omanyala won his first Commonwealth Games title Wednesday night when he clocked 10.02 seconds in the men's 100 meters final in Birmingham, England. It was the biggest international title yet for Omanyala, who could not get on the podium at the recent World Championships after arriving late in the USA because of visa problems. In Birmingham, Omanyala had a big smile on his face and his arms were outstretched as he crossed the finish line. South African sprinter Akani Simbine, the 2018 Commonwealth Games champion at 100 meters, won the silver medal in 10.13 seconds. Omanyala's victory marked Kenya's first gold medal at the 2022 Commonwealth Games, but I expect the country to win a few more on the track this week. In this sunny side of sports flashback from 2021, Africa's fastest man and newly crowned Commonwealth champion Ferdinand Omanyala talks about his typical daily training routine. So it depends when which part of the season you're in. So right now, wake up, go to the gym, go back to train on the track. After track, come home, take some lunch, go back for training in the evening, come sleep, repeat the same. Monday to Saturday, doing that continuously. Uh, eight to nine hours of sleep every night is enough for me. And then sleep... Uh, uh, still some nap during the day, like an hour or two before the training sessions. More Commonwealth Games results from the track in Birmingham, England. Five-time Olympic champion Elaine Thompson-Hara of Jamaica won her first 100 meters Commonwealth title. She clocked 10.95 seconds. Julian Alfred of St. Lucia won the silver medal. And local favorite Daryl Naita of England won the bronze medal. In the women's 10,000 meters final, Elish McCalgan of Scotland won the gold medal in a games record time of 30 minutes and 48.60 seconds. In the process, she followed in the victorious Commonwealth footsteps of her mother, Liz McCalgan, 
who won gold medals at the Commonwealth Games in the 10,000 meters in 1986 and 1990. And yes, I think when it comes to the McCalgans and the Commonwealth Games, you can say it runs in the family. Kenyan runners Irene Cheptai and Sheila Kipritich won the silver and bronze medals, respectively, in the women's 10,000 meters final. In the women's discus final in Birmingham, Chioma Onyekwere of Nigeria won the gold medal with a throw of 61 meters 70. Local favorite Jade Lally of England won the silver medal. And another Nigerian athlete, Obiagere Amichi, won the bronze medal. And here are a few fun facts about Commonwealth Games discus champion Chioma Onyekwere. Her nickname is Cece, and Cece is 28 years old. She was born to Nigerian parents in the U.S. city of Lansing, Michigan. And at the collegiate level, Cece competed for the track and field team at the University of Maryland, located not far from our VOA headquarters here in Washington, D.C., CC graduated from Maryland in 2016 with a Bachelor of Science degree in mechanical engineering. So she's smart. She's smart and she can throw that discus. Taking a look at the Commonwealth Games medals table, as of 1200 UTC on Thursday, South Africa is the top performing African team with 20 medals, six gold seven silver, and seven bronze. Now, most of South Africa's medals in Birmingham have come in swimming and para-swimming. Nigeria is in second place among African teams at the Commonwealth Games with eight medals, three gold, one silver, and four bronze. Most of Nigeria's medals have come in weightlifting. Heather Maxwell, host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station, Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Thanks, Heather. And as the Voice of America celebrates its 80th year of broadcasting, this Music Time in Africa programming note, it's the VOA's longest-running English-language program. That's right. Music Time in Africa was founded in 1965 
by the late, great Leo the Music Man Sarkeesian. And Heather Maxwell has done an exemplary job succeeding Leo the Music Man Sarkeesian. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Congolese player Bismack Biombo of the NBA's Phoenix Suns team recently spoke with the Voice of America about his career and his charitable foundation. Biombo told VOA that he first started playing basketball as a teenager in Lubumbashi in the Democratic Republic of Congo. I'm Bismack Biombo, a child of Africa. I stepped onto a basketball court at the age of 13 in Lubumbashi. I have a dream to play in the NBA, and at some point that dream turned into a goal like, I can achieve it and I must achieve it, and I'm going for it, you know, and nothing's gonna stop me. As a kid, you know, they say you dream big, and you obviously gotta know your dream, see your dream, and go get it, right? but you need the support of people around you. And I was lucky enough to have, you know, parents that supported me. It was not an option to turn around and fail because I, I was lucky enough that my dad and my, obviously eventually my mom believed so much in my dreams that they were willing to sacrifice and put out their own money for me to chase my dreams. We made those decisions for a purpose, and we live in a dream, and now we set bigger goals and we're going for it. In 2012, we launched the Bismarck Biombo Foundation to provide opportunities to children of the Democratic Republic of Congo. I grew up in an environment where giving was easy for my family. My mom, my dad, they enjoy giving that for us to become like second nature. So as uh, a day before I go home, I decided like, I'm going to uh, buy some shoes, uh, call our equipment manager, just get a bunch of stuff, jerseys, short t-shirt. And I go home and give these kids, you know, um, an opportunity to have like new pair of shoes and uh, all these things because I didn't have a brand new pair of shoes. You know, so I spent my 16 years of being young wearing somebody else's shoes pretty much, you know. So I'm going to do a basketball camp and I will be uh, the DJ, I will be the coach. It was too overwhelming for me, but the joy you receive from them, I think I was so grateful for it. Um, I remember going that day to bed and sleep like a baby. The foundation is currently building an international school in the Bombashi. And each year we award more than 150 scholarships within the DRC and the U.S. My job becomes to inspire uh, kids across Congo and make sure that we give all of them an equal opportunity. The more accessible and affordable healthcare is also at the center of our mission through our medical facility renovation, training, and equipment donations. There's an opportunity to make an impact, and I don't want to waste it. I'm 
dad was 61, and for the first time, you know, he checked into the hospital. It's just one of those days you wake up, you have a feeling like I have to go home and take care of my dad. Um, the situation was perhaps worse than I expected. If anybody would have tell me to give up all my money for my dad, I would have, you know. And it's just, you know, nothing mattered at that moment but to help my dad get healthier. But when that didn't happen now, and that my dad has passed. So from that moment, I think the words, basketball, everything stopped, you know. And I realized that I couldn't quit basketball because of what happened to my dad. You know, he'd be so disappointed because he knew how much I love basketball and he knew how much basketball have allowed me to help a lot of people. So um, then when I called my agent, what I, what I kind of told him was, I'm going to play the game again because I think I'm ready. But also, we use this year's salary to help people back home. And, and I want to build my dad an hospital that will continue servicing people because he believed in one guy, which is me. And now we get to do it for him. That's Congolese basketball player Bismack Biombo, and he spoke with VOA in the western U.S. city of Phoenix, Arizona. Sporty greetings. This is Masai Ujiri, the president of Toronto Raptors Basketball, president of Giants of Africa Foundation. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Russian prosecutors are asking a court to sentence basketball star Brittany Griner to nearly a decade in prison on drug charges. The AP Sagar Magani reports. Nearly six months after Griner was arrested at a Moscow airport, her trial is nearing an end. A conviction appears nearly certain since Russian courts rarely acquit defendants and Griner has acknowledged having vape cartridges with cannabis oil. Prosecutors are asking the court for a nine and a half year sentence. It's unclear when a verdict will be announced. If Griner is not freed, attention will turn to a potential prisoner swap. The U.S. is pushing Russia to accept a deal to free both Griner and fellow American Paul Whelan. People familiar with the proposal say it envisions trading them for arms dealer Victor Boot. Sagar Magani, Washington. The 2022-2023 English Premier League football season kicks off on Friday when Crystal Palace host Arsenal in the opening match. On Saturday, six-time champion Chelsea will begin its Premier League campaign with newly signed Senegalese defender Khalidou Koulibaly on the pitch. VOA's Gwen Uten has a profile. Sporty greetings, Gwen. Sporty greetings, Sonny. 31-year-old Khalidou Koulibaly is widely regarded as one of the best center backs in football. And last month, the Senegalese defender left Serie A club Napoli on a four-year contract with Chelsea. The deal comes after years of speculation and failed attempts. And while several high-profile teams had reportedly kept tabs on Koulibaly throughout the years, on Wednesday, he revealed his eyes were set on only one club. And why Chelsea? I think because uh, it's the, the only club who wanted really that I come. We had the first link in 2015, I think, 
when Conte came, they wanted me to, to come here. It, uh, it didn't happen, but uh, I was always linked uh, to Chelsea, and uh, this time uh, the, the time was good. Everything was, was in the, the, the stars was in the good, uh, good line, so I came here and I'm really happy to, to join Chelsea. The moment was now. Maybe before nobody was ready, maybe the club didn't, from Napoli didn't want me to come. Even I, I'm not a player who likes to go fighting with my club to, to leave. I have a lot of respect for, for the owner, for the, for the supporters. And I never fight with my club to, to go out. So, but I think that this time was, a, was the, the, the good time to, to leave Napoli. Earlier this week, Koulibaly posted a clip on social media of a phone call he made last month to soccer legend John Terry. Terry is the most decorated player at Stamford Bridge and one of the greatest English defenders to ever play the game. He wore the number 26 jersey at Chelsea from 1998 until his departure in 2017. And no one has worn the number since. Until now, that July conversation was of Koulibaly asking Terry for permission to inherit his old jersey number, a call John Terry initially thought was a prank. At the beginning, he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, believe that it was me. He believed that it was a joke. So he put out the, the phone and called first uh, like the team manager to ask if it's really me. And after I asked him like uh, respectfully uh, that uh, I wanted to take his jersey, his number, I know that uh, it's a number for him very important, and it's also also for me very important number because I took it directly when I uh, when I went to to Napoli, and I wanted to keep it for here in Chelsea. Needless to say, Terry, who is now back with Chelsea as a part-time coaching consultant, was more than happy for Koulibaly to wear the number 26. And Chelsea fans are also more than happy to have him join the club. The team was under pressure to strengthen their defense following the transfers of centre-backs Andreas Christensen and Antonio Rudiger. In Koulibaly, Chelsea has an authoritative leader who is sure to bring him his signature dominance to every game. Koulibaly calls playing in the Premier League a dream come true and says he's highly motivated to show Chelsea and the world what he can do. I want to, to show everybody that, uh, that uh, Chelsea make the, the good choice with me. So I'm really easy. I want, I want to, to start to, to play to, to show everybody that I'm, I was ready to, to play in Premier League and to show that uh, the supporters of Chelsea, the that they, they can have confidence with me. For the moment, I'm really easy. I think about uh, game after game, preparing to help the team that uh, if, the, if the coach gives me the opportunity to, to start, I will give everything for, for the team and for the supporters that uh, they will be happy. On Wednesday, Koulibaly also responded to comments made by Napoli president Aurelio De Laurentiis, who recently announced his club will no longer sign African players unless they agree not to play in the Africa Cup of Nations. As captain of Senegal, I think that uh, is not the, the good way to speak about an African national team, but I respect what he think. If he thinks that uh, the team uh, can play without African player, it's up to him. 
But I think not everybody have the same uh, idea as him in the club because I know everybody over there. I know the the supporters and the supporters don't think like this. Nobody can, uh, I think, can tell me to don't go for my national team. I have lot of uh, lot of love for my national team, for my country, for the people that I play for. So. If somebody tell me to don't go for for my national team, I think that it's the only only time that I can fight for with somebody. Now with Chelsea, the Senegalese captain will reunite on the pitch with goalkeeper and national teammate Edouard Mendy and former Napoli midfielder Jorginho. Koulibaly makes his Premier League debut when Chelsea kicks off their new campaign at Everton on Saturday. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. As I mentioned, the new Premier League season kicks off Friday when Crystal Palace host Arsenal. The Everton-Chelsea encounter is one of six Premier League matches on Saturday. In the five other fixtures, Bournemouth is at home against Aston Villa. Fulham will host Liverpool. Leeds United is at home against the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Newcastle will host Nottingham Forest, and Tottenham Hotspur will take on visiting Southampton. And that wraps up the August 4th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington, and that's the sunny side of